The following content is not a substitute for medical advice. So, full disclosure, we had a technical difficulty and we lost our recording. We lost our sexual fantasies. We had this really good B-side about sexual fantasies. It's hot, powerful, informative, gone. We sound like robots trying to make love. (laughs) Underwater. Underwater. While we're short-circuiting. In a dumpster. Um, So we were going to record a new one. Um, We're having the kind of day where talking sexual fantasies is not in the cards. No. I think we've all been (laughs) been there. We were talking (laughs) about sex the other day. Man, this sounds so good at three in the afternoon. <laughs> and, by and then nine, nine o'clock and like, yeah, man, I'm too tired. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I think that sounds good. It's the doctor and the teacher, doctor and the teacher. We've had a day. My day started with my car not really sounding right. And it, I'm, I'm going to just cut to the end of this story. That I, when I took it in to get fixed, thinking the car was dead, the catalytic converter, which to me up to this point in my Cata- life, catalytic, catalytic, I don't know. It was like that's the thing in the Back to Future that makes you go on the time travel. It's not. It's a very important part of your car, and apparently you can get like fifteen hundred dollars for these things, uh, or the precious diamonds and gold that exist within them. Anyway, it was gone, and so someone broke in my car this morning in our driveway. I feeling a little down about that. And then just some other things, just like thing, pretty much every little thing and kind of every little part of your life seems to be a kind of a stress point in this day that I'm having. And we've all had these days. I'm having it right now. So anyway, fast forward, we're home and we know we need to record this and, and we're feeling good. We're going to do it. We'll get it done. We're going to do it tonight. We're trying to figure out if we can conjure up sexual fantasies again. <laughs> After a day like today, hey, you got to dig deep. Um, and Amy had an idea, and we were talking about doing this, and then some other podcast ideas. And we're sitting at the dinner table post dinner, just hanging out, and way post dinner, we we're having a, we we're having a chat. I was I was letting Amy know some things that happened today, and and then um, if you're ADD like me, I am. I am. An, I have ADD. It explains my issues in school. It explains why John's report card always said he liked to stare outside the window and be social and couldn't pay attention and he needs to focus more and blah, blah, blah. Uh, My oldest son has it even worse. I think his is worse. And I've been working on it all my life. Like even right now, as I speak to you, my foot is moving. It is, and now I've stopped because I recognize that because I said it out loud. So now look what's moving. My hands are moving. So this is just who, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I've been trying really hard. It's, I've kind of made a living at it. You know, I don't think multitasking should be something you um, are super proud of. It's more like you're just distracted and doing a bunch of things. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing about multitasking is you're not multitasking. Mm-hmm. You're actually task switching. <laughs> task switching. I you're task that. switching. That's what, That's what it is. Yeah. And it used to be like a sign of like, oh, you can multitask. No, I'm just choosing to do something while no, I'm doing something. you're just something. bouncing around different yeah, tasks. Yeah, I got like 14 fucking things going on at once. It just fries your brain sometimes. So anyway, as anyone out there who is ADD or the recipient of ADD, um, it wasn't a squirrel that walked in the room as Amy was had this great idea. And one day when this idea, if it ever comes back, because I destroyed it, it's going to be the greatest podcast to ever uh, be recorded. 
it came down from heaven and right in Naomi's head. And as she was going to tell me after I'd been talking for a half a fucking hour, the dog walked in the room and I had just remembered that the dog had thrown up earlier and I needed to get this information to Amy right away. Super important information that the dog threw up because I didn't want anyone to feed the dog. And I honestly have no way of stop at that moment. Have, I could, I didn't even occur to me to stop myself. Didn't even seem bad. It's, I didn't even know what was going. I just said, just mid sentence. Amy's mid sentence. I said, "Oh, the dog. Uh, the dog threw up." That's what I said to her. The dog threw up. I took her outside. She threw up outside. We shouldn't feed her. Okay, what were you saying about the podcast? Like that's how my brain works. But that's it, what I did. but it was. It's like three minutes of explaining what happened with the dog. Mm-hmm. You said because I have to tell you this real quick so I don't forget. And here's the thing: you interrupted. My train of thought mm-hmm. interrupted my flow, mm-hmm. interrupted my inspired podcast idea. Yes. But but I'm supposed to put my thoughts on hold for you to talk do- about dog vomit. No, you're not. But in my <laughs> ADD brain. It didn't matter. No. I, I you know, later it makes sense. But in the moment, it sure doesn't. Right. And so on the receiving end of this. Uh, I can intellectualize what's going on with John, but as if you're in a relationship or if you have a parent or if you have a child with ADD, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And now I know it's difficult for the people, right? But I'm, I'm speaking to the people who are on the other side of it because for me, I have a lot of childhood wounds around not being listened to, being interrupted, people not caring about my ideas, people poo-pooing my ideas. I grew up in that kind of environment. And one of my parents had pretty severe ADD, so that was part of the problem. But I grew up in a household that was very chaotic, and there was a lot of things going on. And so I never felt listened to. And so that's like a deep childhood wound. Like I have, I was telling John, I said, what it makes me do is think, oh, I'm not important. I'm not loved. I don't matter. What my thoughts, my ideas, my words don't matter. Uh, fine. Like I'll just dissolve into myself. And John's just like squirrel, dog. Yeah. And you, I don't want to make my partner feel bad under any circumstances ever. But I know this thing in me does that. And I work on it all the time but you don't know that, right? Like it doesn't affect you less because the 50 times I was getting interrupted, I didn't, you know, I have all these different things I do. Like I, I pinch my fingers together when I feel a thought coming on. And the other thing is I let thoughts go. That's a big, that's a really good one that it's just okay. If you just don't just do everything you can just to not, it's okay. (laughs) Whatever it is you need to say is just not going to happen. And it doesn't, it goes away and it never really comes back. So the same thing, because that's what you're doing to the other person. You're, you're sort of taking their steam. So anyway, I, I think it just, I'm someone who wants a conclusion. I want to fix the problem. I want to make sure we got it worked out. This, this, we solved the problem of one person in a relationship having ADD and the other not, you know, and I felt like, well, can we go record this if we didn't come up with a conclusion? Like, there needs to be a story arc to this fucking thing. Like, we, you know, we had that happen, and then we, and then we dealt with it, and then we come up and I said, Amy, if we're going to record this, what's our, what are we learning? What is the, what is the lesson we're trying to tell? Like, if people are here in, because you're now in it, you're thick in the Richards relationship right now. 
And I actually, you said, well, you, there's not a conclusion, but there is a solution, right? Yes. The solution is, is that you're constantly working on understanding each other and you're constantly working on your reactions, right? Because I had to own that my reaction was to dissolve into myself and decide I wasn't loved or that my words didn't matter. Like that's, that's on me, Mm -hmm. right? That I'm triggered by that, but that's still on me to deal with. And when I express to John how it made me feel, then he felt bad that he made me feel that way. And it's like, but I didn't make you feel that way. You, that's on you. And I think that for anyone in any kind of relationship, whether you are in a partnership or a working relationship or parent-child relationship, whatever kind of relationship you're in with people, I think it's important to own your shit, right? And and I and that's the solution, is that acknowledge that no one's triggering you, and you know, and there's triggering with a capital T, right? Trauma, and then there's triggering with a, a smaller T. People are just mostly annoyed or start feeling hurt for some reason, but it's not like capital T trauma. But owning that you're triggered by them, like they're not out to trigger you, right? You're triggered by them. And then what your response is or your reaction is, is yours. And mind you, you may have inherited it. You may have inherited that reaction from your original family or from things that have happened to you in your life and and whatever. But the solution is to name it and to start to work through it. Cause we, we just sat upstairs and we were just talking through it. I'm like, yeah, I immediately go to this place where I'm, I go hide from my family and I literally would like talk to myself because <laughs> I always felt like I was being shut out. Right. And I realized that's not what's happening right now. You have ADD and you have a hard time, um, focusing on conversation sometimes and will interrupt because something distracts you. And so just talking through it and trying to understand each other. Relationships are hard. And they're also not. Yes. Right? Because... The majority is not hard. If you think about it... Now, there's some meme out there, or maybe it was a Saturday Night Live sketch. I can't remember which. But whatever it is, was so poignant about holiday dinners. Like, if you celebrate Thanksgiving and you go home for Thanksgiving, that the conversation isn't anyone actually having conversation listening to each other. It's just everybody's shit coming out. Does that make sense? So if you're ADD, it's coming out. If you have a lot of anxiety, your anxiety's coming out. If you're someone who tends to be depressed, your depression's coming out. If you tend to be somebody who thinks you don't belong or, you know, whatever your thing is that you struggle with, in human relationships, if you are at a holiday dinner, it's going to be amplified. And so whatever the meme or the Saturday Night Live sketch or whatever it was, I just remember thinking, holy shit, that's like nail on the head. That is absolutely what's going on with most relationships is that we are clouded by our own shit, that it's not even, we have to kind of cut through it to try to actually listen to each other, no matter what relationship you're in. I mean, you got to dig deep to get through your shit, to get to the other person's thing. 
and then to really listen to them. So for instance, and yeah. in, I have another friend, their relationships a bit like this, where like you just said it when, when, so when we have a, an issue, like how you felt you had to retreat and I need to stay and solve. And we've run into this before. Oh, and I've yeah. heard this before. From, we're not good at fighting. Yeah. We're bad at fighting because <laughs> you flee and I stick, right? And fleeing, you're out of there. You've, you can flee. And I, I am, then I'm, I feel stuck. I'm standing there and I have to solve it. And I go crazy. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy and we've gotten better because we've had to dig real deep and acknowledge that, that you need out of there. My own, my, my thing that helped me, for instance, if, if you're in this relationship was I just asked, okay, but will you come back and talk to me? <laughs> like, can we sit and have a conversation? Will you promise me that's coming? Because I think I can deal with that. And I've done better with it. When we didn't talk about it, that's when we were really bad at fighting. Because then you would flee and I would be standing there thinking we need to work this out. And neither of us can understand why the other person's doing this or thing. Or you'd follow me around the house well, still I, trying to solve the thing. And I'm like, I need, I need you to yeah, like, that, that's, by the way, leave me be. And fellas, Let me it, go. <laughs> I, I, just a little bit of advice to any fellas out there who do that. Don't do that. I've given that advice, by the way, to friends. No matter how much you feel like you need to stay, you don't do that. Don't ever get in the way, especially in a male-female relationship, of that person. You know, you just don't. You're blocking. It's just not good. I mean, you feel trapped. I understand that you're feeling trapped. Like, I don't do that anymore. I try not to. I don't think I have. But I have to really work to understand that you need away from the situation immediately. And I, and That's right. But then you are. Here's, here's how the nervous system works, right? You know, if you're in a stress response, you're, you've heard this, fight or flight. Well, it's not just fight or flight, okay? There's fight or flight or freeze or appease. I'm going to say that again. It's fight or flight or freeze or appease. So just think about that. Maybe you're, you just, I just blew your mind if you've ever been assaulted or had trauma or, you know, whatever your nervous system is doing, mine is either like, I know mine is either freeze or flee where I think John's is more like fight. Like, no, we got to do this now. Right. And it's more about like, I need to solve it now. And I'm more like, I get overwhelmed and I start to shut down and I have to retreat. And so it's really important to, to know what your nervous, the language of your nervous system is, and then work through that in a relationship. And then appease is that you stay and try to make the other person happy. And that that is at the expense of your own needs. Because sometimes that's coming from fear. And whether or not that person is going to hurt you, maybe they are, but whether or not that person is going to hurt you, that's your response is that instead of taking care of your own needs, it's safer. It feels safer to just try to appease the person in a stressful situation. So what do you do? Um, I think it's, you know how they have, oh my God, I got to write this book. Okay. Write this down. This is an idea. Don't interrupt me with a squirrel right now. I got it. Okay. Book idea. I need to write the book. You know how they have the love language. I need to write the one about the nervous system language. Well, someone's probably already written it, but I need like the, the, the popular one that sells well. 
not the boring one that doesn't do very. Yeah, well. not the academic one. Yeah, I need like yours the, is like the, the fucking nervous system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, but what is your what is the language of your nervous system? And that yeah, that ours is the opposite. Yeah, that's right. So it's good to know that. That is good to know. We've come very far. We have come very far. Yeah. yeah. So the solution or the conclusion or the answer is, is that there, there is no, like the, it's, it's all about, it's not that there won't be constant waves coming. It's, it's having, knowing how to surf them, right? It's the knowing the love language of the people that you are in relationship with, whether, again, whether you work with people or you're in a sexual relationship or a marriage or which is not always the same, or whatever kind of relationship you're in with people, it's knowing the love language, but also knowing the language of the nervous system. That's fair. I just feel like it's, uh, you know, E.T. in the plant, you know, when one of the parts isn't working right, then, you know, I don't work right. And I, if I, if I did something, if I can't, I, I feel like I couldn't help it earlier. It's hard to like, end my day feeling bad. And I want a conclusion because I don't want you to, I don't, I'm not trying to win a fight. I'm, I, I gave that up years ago. It's dumb. You shouldn't do that. Like there's a winning, you know, and a lot of people do that. I'm going to win. I don't want to win this. I don't need to win it. I just want, I want to make sure, you know, in that case, I didn't mean to do that. And I know that you didn't, but that still doesn't mean I didn't feel how I felt. Right. Can we go cuddle now? Yeah, we're we're big cuddlers. Okay. 